Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of News You Can Use. It's so great to have you along on this Sunday morning, and today we're going to talk about a topic I know that I am very passionate about, and I know a lot of you out there are probably in the same boat. But either way, we look at this as news you can use, and with me today I have John DiOrio, and John is the founder of ReclaimCT.org. We're going to get into what that's all about, but John, thanks for being in the house. It's just a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. So talk a little bit about you. You've got quite a legacy uh, here in the state of Connecticut. You've been around for, what, 30 years? 30 years, yes. Raised, Raised a few children. kids. Yep, three of them. So your story is that you've had a very successful career, and a lot of that really got derailed, if you will, because you were here in the state of Connecticut. But I'm not going to tell your story. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about why we're sitting here today and why we're talking about ReclaimCT.org. Okay, well, I opened a business here in Connecticut in 2004. And uh, at our peak, we uh, employed 180 people. It was about a $45 million a year company. Not bad. Uh, no, not bad. Uh, and candidly, it was, it was a public-private partnership. Uh, we worked with HUD on special mortgage programs for people in the wake of the financial crisis and were very successful. And uh, in 2018, out of nowhere, uh, the Connecticut Department of Banking came in and put us out of business. Why? Uh, they claim that a certain class of our employees are required to be licensed in the state of Connecticut, mm-hmm. posted public charges that we were uh, aggressively and systemically breaking not only Connecticut's law, but the law of 39 other states. And it caused a regulatory avalanche that just took us out. Unbelievable. So one state, the state of Connecticut and politics, let's just you know call it like it is. You put you out of business in one state. Why does that impact the other states you're doing business in? Well, the mortgage industry is a little complicated when it comes to licensing. Mm-hmm. If you have a what's called a revocation of a license, that's a cross default on every contract you have with every state, with every federal agency. It's it's a death blow. It's it's you couldn't avoid it even if you tried once they revoked your license. And so the optics of that aren't good, right? So I'm in the public relations business, and I hear that you go out of business. That's not a good thing. It's on the Google search. I mean, how do you survive that? And what have you done to turn that around? Open ReclaimCT.org. I mean, ReclaimCT.org was birthed from this process. Um, I have 20 years of business experience in Connecticut. I know the good and bad. And then I went through a process where, over a period of about a year, 
Um, my company was dismantled by my own state government, my own regulator, who literally was eight-tenths of a mile away and never even bothered to look at our company for a period of 10 years because the data that they rely on told them that we were a low-risk operation. Mm -hmm. That transitioned from low-risk operation to imminent consumer harm with no evidence, none. Then, when we wouldn't sign what's called a consent order, mm -hmm. because it had a gag order in it that wouldn't allow us to communicate our position to all of our other regulators, so we had to admit guilt. Yeah, and then not talk about it. And then not defend that against the 39 other states that share the exact same language. It's called a model state law. So you didn't sign it. I didn't sign it. At, on the advice of counsel, I didn't right. sign it. I wasn't trying to be difficult. Right. We said, take out the gag order. We'll sign it. Mm -hmm. We will proceed accordingly, was the response we got. And then they put us out. So what do you do with that? Well, I mean, for a long time, that's quite a loss. You know, that, mm -hmm. that business, it took us a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to build that business. And for a long time, you go through a mourning process to be candid. Um, it becomes a mental health battle. Right. Um, it becomes a, a, a personal self-worth battle. Um, and then when you get to the other side of that, well, what am I going to do about it? Well, Connecticut's business climate is a disaster. It's been a disaster for 25 years. I have this unique experience where my business, my successful business, got completely digested by a state agency. Mm -hmm. No one stepped in to stop it. Nobody uh, tried to um, bring it in for a soft landing like, like I would see in, in normal uh, course of business. In Connecticut, the grown-up never shows up at the table. Mm -hmm. If you have an activist running an agency, and that activist also happens to be a plugged-in political hack from New Haven, and they want to inflict harm, there's nothing that can stop them. So what's our plan? Our plan is to change course when it comes to business poly policy in Connecticut, and there are very specific areas that need attention in order for us to become what we are capable of being. What are those areas? <clears throat> I think there, a lot of them are pretty obvious. And you know, that's the thing. You see all these other states advertising, you know, come to our state, we're business friendly. Um, and it's, it's, it's so sad um, that more businesses are moving out of Connecticut that are moving into Connecticut. And as a small business owner, it's hard. It's hard. So you just mentioned, and again, if you're um, just tuning in, we are speaking about the... Uh, reclaimct.org, reclaimct.org, and its founder, um, John DiOrio. So what are the specific areas that you're going to try to change? A is tax reform. We have to have comprehensive tax reform in the state of Connecticut to deal with our fiscal state. Mm -hmm. If you're a business owner and you're looking at something, you're, you're an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. right. And you want to make significant investments in a business that you can grow here in the state, but you're so concerned about the state's lack of fiscal responsibility, that's a real risk. And you will turn and you will look in other directions in order to avoid that risk. So tax policy is incredibly important, needs to be reformed. Second, regulatory uh, environment in Connecticut is completely out of control. It's out of control for two reasons. Reason one is the regulatory environment in Connecticut is really um, administered through the Administrative Procedures Act, which is Chapter 54 of the Connecticut General Statutes, 
which is a system from the 70s and 60s that was fine in the 70s and 60s when Connecticut had a pro-business political environment. environment right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That has transitioned. Okay. It's not the 60s and 70s anymore. It's 2020. The government is chock full of activists who are more interested in their political agenda than they are the well-being of Connecticut's economy. And significant reforms to Chapter 54 are required. Cost of labor and energy in Connecticut. It's, it's the worst in the region. It's yep. one of the worst in the country. Mm-hmm. Why? Activist policies. Activist policies have been coming out of the Connecticut State Legislature for 25 years. It's not one. It's not two. It's not three. It's a constant drip that continues to degrade Connecticut's business environment. So we need to deal with the cost of labor and the cost of energy. And uh, lastly, and one of the most important issues for us to deal with is the overall political environment for business owners in Connecticut. For some reason, there's this, um, there's this political mindset that people who are successful are bad. Yeah, people or, who or, are doing, su- or doing something wrong. Yeah, if, you're, if you've done well, you've ripped someone off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that pervasive political mindset is literally going to destroy this state. Mm-hmm. And why is it so important? Why is it so critical? Very simple. $100 billion in unfunded liabilities for the, for the unions. That is a mountain of debt that they simply punted to 2030s and 2040s on my kids and their kids, which candidly is immoral. Mm-hmm. You can go beyond that. It, point A is it's just immoral. It's the yeah, I don't want to deal with it right now, so let somebody else deal with it down the road. Right, and then pretend I have a surplus. Right, yes. I mean, it, it couldn't be more nonsensical, right? So I mean, it sounds like you should be running for governor, not running this organization. I mean, <laughs> yeah. how are and have you talked to Bob Stefanowski? I think you both are on the same page when it comes to a lot of these things. So, what kind of change can you really impact um, as an organization? Oh, I think you can. I think you can have as much impact, if not more impact, as a private organization than you can as, say, a governor. Um, you have to do a sustained public information campaign. We mm-hmm. are going to do it. We're not going to change Connecticut's business climate in six months. This right. is a 10, 15-year project right. that we're embarking right. on. But here, you got so. the same people in the house, you know, in the big house, I call it. Um, so you got the same people sitting there. How do you do that? Are these are these political operatives that are in these communities and in, in, in the big house, are they ever going to go? Are they ever going to get weeded out? The only way they get weeded out is via public insistence. And we plan on pounding that drum and giving them the information they need to understand that, listen, if Connecticut doesn't transition to an environment of economic growth, okay, Mm -hmm. then we have a hurdle in front of us that we can't clear. You've got two things you have to do here. First, you need to bring in a lot more revenue to the state. Mm -hmm. The best way to do that is through robust economic growth and creating the conditions for robust economic growth. Then you need to control the expense side, which is a completely different question right but because the problem is so big you can't succeed without both okay now we're sitting on top of a lost decade connecticut had like 0.1 percent growth since 2008 we have less jobs in connecticut in 2022 than we had in 2007 Hmm. why 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 Again, we're speaking with John DiOrio with uh, ReclaimCT.org. So 
Who are your members? Who who else is involved in this besides you? You mean who's involved with the with the board and such? Well, or I mean, h- how are you structured, and how can people out there, if they, they're liking what you say, and I don't know how you couldn't like what, what John is saying, but how can people get involved? What can we really do? Okay, our, our primary mission right now, we're just getting off the starting block here, mm-hmm. so our primary mission right now is to gain subscribers. ReclaimCT.org is going to be a giant bastion of information that if you are a subscriber you will receive. In addition to the radio work we're going to do, the TV work we're going to do, the lobbying that we're going to do, the uh, advocacy for businesses that were in the same position as First Alliance that we're going to do. In addition to that, subscribers is really the key here so that people understand exactly what we're trying to... Because listen, if we can't get a movement behind this, if we can't get people behind this on a very grassroots... It has to be. Then we can't succeed. Um, but we can succeed, and we're going to succeed. And I don't, I'm not suffering from any illusions here. This isn't going to happen tomorrow. Um, this is going to take a long-term sustained effort. We're prepared to do it. We have the funding to do it. We're committed to do it. And uh, if Connecticut doesn't do it, what happens here in 2050? <laughs> it isn't a pretty scene. No. So unless we want to be defaulting on these pension benefits, unless we want to put Connecticut in a place where it's not, it can't successfully bond and borrow money anymore, we have to deal with it. We can't wait till 2035. We have to start right now. And you have started. So hats off to you. You know what I love about your story, John, is that, and I have a similar story, is that when Alliance was robbed and put out of business, or should we just say murdered, Murdered. Uh, murdered. Murdered is the word. All right. When yeah. Alliance was murdered, um, you go. You do go through that change of emotions. I, I remember when I had worked in television news for so many years, and then I hit the glass ceiling, and they said, you know, that's it. Either you're going to go to the morning show or you're done. So I remember lying in bed crying for like a day, and my son, who was in high school at the time, said, Mom, this isn't you. Get your stuff together. Get up. Get going. You can do this. And here I am 22 years later, and I've I'm so grateful. I, you know what I say? I wish that had happened sooner. Yeah, that, that's a wonderful story. You know, my kids, um, they experienced a lot. Um, yet, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. That's okay. Take your time. It, it, it's so emotional. And you're right. It's not just you, John. It wasn't just me. It's your kids, it's your family, it's the people around you that see that you've been victimized. Well, in in any event, you know, uh, they never lost sight of who their father was um, and uh, and were a constant um, uh, source of encouragement to get up and you've clearly identified a big problem, you've got skills, you've got resources, Put them to work mm-hmm. and do what you do. Mm-hmm. Somehow, make the problem a little less. Right. Um, and to and help those other small businesses out there, folks. If you, you know, if you're a small business, you know someone who's a small business, or maybe you don't have a business at all. You're a resident of the state of Connecticut. We should all care about this because how many times do we hear on national news, especially, that who's the backbone of our economy? Small business. Period. There you go. Yeah, and, and small business in Connecticut is uh, is regularly disrespected, uh, regularly underappreciated, often victimized, 
um, painted to be uh, bad actors, especially if you are uh, successful or a means to uh, to draw more revenue into the into, into the, the coffers, system. right? Yeah, and yeah. they make it seem like, in my perspective, they make it seem like they're giving it away. They're they're supporting small businesses. There's this money. There's this this you can have, and you can apply for these funds and those funds. So that's great for maybe startups or people that are trying to get into it. But for us established businesses, that's not what I need right now. What I need is a more business-friendly environment, like you said, to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate that you and all the folks at ReclaimCT.org are out there, and you're, you just started, but you're going to continue to fight for us. There's no question. Um, we, are, we are super committed to it. Um, I come from a uh, family of public service. Um, both my mother and father were very involved in uh, both politics and, and public policy. Mm-hmm. Um, both instilled that in me. Um, and uh, I am beyond mourning the loss of First Alliance and onto the excitement of ReclaimCT.org and what we can do to just position Connecticut to to do better. To see something like a quarterly GDP number of 7% show up and have the Connecticut political establishment pump that as some sort of economic recovery in Connecticut instead of identifying it as what it really is, which is a COVID number. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me shut down the economy, slowly reopen it, and then take credit for gains that were only that seven percent quarterly growth still leaves us way behind. Right. It, it's not. It's like, all in how you spin it. It's all in how you spin it, and that's exactly what happens. And it drives me crazy. And you know, today's media, in my mind, most of them, they just let them spin it. Nobody asks any questions. There's no, there's no checks and balances out there like there used to be back in the good old days. Our newspaper reporters that really had time to dig in aren't there anymore. So where's the watchdogs? You know, and it's got to turn to this. I think it's got to be more grassroots activism. Because nobody's watching. Nobody cares. And we've got to care and we've got to make change. And, you know, you, you know your stuff. Lack of accountability for a period of 25 years. One party rule that has been supportive of activists who are damaging Connecticut's environment instead of public servants who are promoting Connecticut's business environment has put us in a really, really bad spot you know and i live in windsor and you know what i see i see all these um you know tax credits and all these things that are being given to all these big businesses you know up off of day hill road i mean you got amazon up there you've got all these industries up there but have my taxes gone down no and you know what i see a lot of these companies do i see it even in hartford they get the tax credits when those run out they get the hell out of here yeah well here's a little interesting side story about first alliance for you while First Alliance was being taken down by the banking department, it was in contract with the Department of Economic Development to expand to 300 people and move its headquarters to Main Street in Putnam, Connecticut, which is a small little oh, yeah. mill town. Mm-hmm. Completely transformative, that, that deal was, for downtown Putnam oh, yeah. and for First Alliance. So while one state agency... Is supporting is investing you. in and pushing uh, and because they recognized what a strong corporation yep. we were and we had yep. a great track record and and 
we weren't Amazon, right? We right. were a small company still. With but that's what's needed in places like Putnam. So there's jobs there. So that Main Street's bustling again. You got feet on Main Street. Right. You got people who are right. making good money on Main Street. What right. are they going to do? Right. Spend money. Okay. So let's look at the flip side of that. The governor just renegotiates a new contract with CBAC. They don't have to go back to the office. What's CBAC? CBAC uh, is the uh, state employees union. Okay. And they're doing remote work now. Oh. Right. Have you seen the story about Max downtown? Yep. You know the Max oh, yeah. restaurants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy's out of his mind. Right. He's got all that restaurant space. Yeah. And now 40,000 people that used to be in Are his working market. from home. I saw that story. What's he going to do? Yeah. Mr. Right? Rosen, what's his last name? I don't know. Anyway, Rosenthal. There's, there's, no, uh, there's no nightlife in Hartford, right? No. So the only time there's life in Hartford is from 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. And now that's gone. Now that's gone. You know, I've never been able to figure it out. I mean, I'm from Colorado, and I just came here because of my job years ago, and I kind of got stuck here, but I don't get it. I've never seen such a such an area and such a, a city like Hartford that's just so behind the times. There's nothing good about it. When you pay more to park than you do to buy a meal, if you can find a parking spot, those kinds of things. And, and I don't know. I'm just... I just hope it gets out of its own way. I really do. And I want to tell all of you out there listening today, if you want to get involved or just check it out, just go on there and see what these guys and gals are all about. It's reclaimct.org. So let's say people are listening, and I'm I'm in this process right now kind of planning my, my five-year plan. Do I stay or do I go? What do I do? Well, you know, I'm not big on telling other people what to do. I'm staying. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to do everything that I can to get the change that we need initiated. That's that's my view. Um, a lot of my friends, gone. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I've noticed about the First Alliance story is most of the really good employees for that company, gone. Mm-hmm. They've gone to Georgia. Yep. They've gone to Florida. Carolina. South Carolina. Yep. They've gone to Arizona. Anywhere but here. Ca- Anywhere but here. And um, and we're talking about 30-somethings. Yeah. We're talking about the state's future. Mm-hmm. And they look at it and they say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Myself, uh, I raised my family here. I grew a business here. Mm-hmm. I have friends here. Mm-hmm. My life is here. Uh, nobody gets to take that away. Wow. I really admire your passion and your compassion. So let's fast forward. We've got just a few minutes left. Tell me what your goal is and where, because of ReclaimCT.org, we're going to be. I don't know. What's realistic? You said it can't happen overnight. Change doesn't happen overnight. This is a decade Will project. It ever, it's a decade project. It's a decade And you're project. in it for the long run? I am. This is the rest of my career. I'm 51 years old. I've got a good 10, 15 years of, of good fight left in me before I relax and do other things. And this is my focus. Okay. So what's going to happen? What are you going to make happen? First, we have to deal with the faceless, unelected bureaucrats who have unfettered control and complete unaccountability in the state of Connecticut. Okay. So we're going to be naming names. Oh, we're going to be naming names. Okay, good. Yeah. We're going to be naming names. We're going to be doing aggressive media campaigns that don't just show the names, but the behavior. Mm-hmm. And and make it understood that, that this... See, the interesting thing about me is I've spent most of my life politically as a moderate Democrat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not a, a, a lifelong government hater by any stretch of the imagination. 
I have come to understand that Connecticut's specific situation is so broken, I mean, just shattered, that it has to be reorganized. Where does that happen? The government's power, the bureaucrat's power, lies in Chapter 54 of the Connecticut General Statutes. We are going to start there. What is due process for a business in Connecticut? Okay, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to see another business in Connecticut put out of business because we've got an activist political hack running an agency. Is why, why was that faceless, unelected political hack given so much power? Mm-hmm. A political favor. There right? you go. Yep. Mark Paziokos wrote an article about what a clown this guy was when they. You want to name his name? What's his name? George Perez. George Perez. George Perez is a political activist from New Haven who got appointed to uh, run the banking department by Governor Malloy in 2015 as a political favor. Mm-hmm. But he's not the only problem. So this isn't just part of a, a witch hunt for, uh, you know, for him. There's other problems just like that that need to get fixed, right? Listen, First Alliance Lending is not the only company that's being told how to run their business. Look at what they've done to Tesla, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Tesla is, is one of the country's most successful entities right now. On behalf of ReclaimCT.org, what do you want people to know and how can we help you? The first thing I want you to know is that this is not an insoluble problem. Don't let people let you believe that this problem can't be fixed because that's step one. They try to demotivate you by saying it's such a big problem it can't be fixed. Never going to happen. That's, yep. non- that's, that's nonsense. Okay. okay? Second, <clears throat> the changes that need to be made are only going to be driven by the public. They're not going to be driven by the people inside that building. They're not going to be driven by Ned Lamont's administration. Bob Stefanowski will see, right? But he's still going to be up against the same people in the building that you were talking about earlier today. Uh So this has to be a grassroots effort. And in 10 years, right, if Connecticut's business climate is not a top three political issue in Connecticut, then we have failed. And we think it will be if it's not number one. So you heard it here, folks. So again, go to, please, reclaimct.org. And I want to thank you so much, um, John DiOrio, for being here. Like I said, I appreciate your mission, and I appreciate your passion. And you said grassroots sometimes, that's what it takes. And so I just, I wish you all the best. Or as I like to say, continued success. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. And of course, thanks to you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.